This is 100.7 KPXI, and it's time for Out to Pastor, a weekly show that takes a look back at recent events in Henderson and Russ County and looks ahead at some of the upcoming events around the area. It's Out to Pastor. Now, here's Jimmy Holmes and Matt Golson. Hey, well, Matt, Matt, we're back in town, back in the studio. Yeah. It's the Out to Pastor Spring Spectacular. Oh, I like that. The Spring Spectacular spring Out to Pastor. And it's right on time. Yeah, yeah. We sprung forward last week. The kids are on spring break this week. And we'll talk about this more in a little bit. But for those of you that didn't notice, we had our first true sign of spring. We had our first snowfall. In the Napa Valley. In the Napa Valley. It's yeah. amazing. It's amazing. Only in Henderson, Texas, could you <laughs> yeah. welcome spring with the first snow in the Napa Valley. But right. it happened this week. Yeah. I saw it. My own eyes. Eyewitness. Eyewitness. I saw it. Now, we'll get to that in a minute. want to go back. We want to go back and <laughs> say a few words about last week's show. The recovery. It was the recovery show. That's all that was. Because now, because we want you know, in post production, we go back with the staff, listen to the show, yeah, see what we could improve on for next week. <laughs> we, we were surviving <laughs> last week. I think we were treading water last week, <laughs> yeah. and it's, it's it's all because of the of the federal swine roundup. It's their fault, which has thrown the whole thing off, and it's created a whole new problem for the program, which I never anticipated we have. I don't know about you. No, I didn't either. But what what has happened out there is the that program was so popular. Among our many listeners. A number. A number of listeners. <laughs> that it has put a pressure on us up here. To actually have a good program. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the pastor's like, what are going to do on the show this week? I don't, I don't know. know. Did you go to the ball game? Yeah, I was at the ball game. It's pretty Okay, we'll talk about that. Yeah. What's your mom doing? We'll, yeah. we'll get her on the show. Now, all of a sudden, we got these expectations. Of an actual show. An actual show with some content. Yeah. It's it, almost too much. It reminded me, man, you've heard this story before, but it reminded me when I was a a wee lad and I took my first job out at the paper mill where my dad was. <laughs> a wee <laughs> there <it> goes <laughs> And I went out there, I clocked in, I graduated Friday night and Monday morning I clocked in at six o'clock at the paper mill for what was supposed to have been a twelve hour shift. The guys thought it would be funny to keep me for sixteen. So I did sixteen, got home at ten thirty. Went to bed, got up, went back to the mill. It was like I never left. It was a rude awakening to the real world. But I hit that project like a white tornado, man. I was wearing it out. And there was one old guy watching me over there, just sat down and watched me work. And when I finally finished my project, he leaned over and he said, Jamie, you know, if they catch you working that hard today... They're going to start expecting it every day. (laughs) Thus our show. And the show is the same thing. We had one of those shows that actually produced. Put the pressure on us, and and we're having trouble figuring out where to go from there. So what we've done, what we've done is we've gone to the bullpen for the big guns. We had to. We had to. So back on the show today, you're going to give us an almost live report. Of all that's been going on down at the Strong Hurt Coffee Club, our good friend John Foster. John, welcome back to the show. Thank you, Jamie. Thank you for inviting me again. I'm well, surprised. <laughs> <laughs> so is your audience. <laughs> that second invitation is always the big one. I understand, yeah. That's the big one. So we got John on the program. He's going to give us a report what's going on down at the coffee club. That's going to be good. But before we leave the opening segment, Matt, we got to once again go back. We've got to go back. This federal swine issue. Well. Because there was another trick we missed here. 
Yeah, and the federal swine are bigger than we realize. It is federal. It's bigger. I was looking at the state local stuff, but no, it's federal. But you know, we talked about this a little bit. We, the power of the show. Yeah. You know, we we basically propelled the Lady Lions nearly to the state championship this year, John. That's you, great. You I pre- that. appreciate that. Yeah. yeah. We we've sent five of the power lifters. Granted, it was a year after we pre- we profiled them on the show, but a year later we had five girls powerlifters going to state, so on and so forth. Drew Butler wins Young Man of the War- Year Award. Young Man of the Year Award. After he's on the show. As featured on Out to Pastor. And now Google is a multinational company. So on and so forth. Right. So we, we knew when we had Tara on the show that this whole TG Federal Swine Roundup was going was gonna to explode, and it has. But what we didn't anticipate was yeah. the effect on the swine themselves. Right. And this is getting out of control. <laughs> they are out of control. <laughs> <clears throat> well, yeah, the next what few days after the show, there were 20 to 30 hogs around my house. But it got bigger than that. It's bigger than that. Bigger than that. Our friends at Yahoo. You know, John, we have a long-standing partnership with Google and Yahoo. I understand, it's, uh, I understand that. And and I can understand. It's beneficial to them also. It has been a good partnership <laughs> for both of us. But within days of the TG Wild Hog Roundup show, Matt, our friends at Yahoo News reporting that aging Japanese towns are being overrun by wild boars. Now, you, you can't make that kind of stuff up, John. I understand. What I'm, what I'm told here by our, our sources over at, at Yahoo is that less than 20 years ago, the only challenges for the 100 residents of a tiny Japanese island called Kakara, man. Well, easy for you to say. This is off the southwest coast of Japan. You know. Oh, yeah, I knew that. Obviously. Yeah. For 20, less than 20 years ago, the only challenges they faced were the elements and ensuring that they got their fish to market on time. But today, John, today... It doesn't say this, but I'm going to say after <laughs> our show. After the show. Islanders are outnumbered three to one by wild hogs who feast on their gardens and are becoming increasingly aggressive and territorial. Now, that increasingly aggressive and territorial, of course, lets you know that we're talking about federal swine. That's federal swine. That's federal yeah, swine. That, that gives it away. <laughs> oh. Well, but, but it's not just overseas in Japan. Here no, in the it's, states. It's, it's, it's state and local also. Yeah, yeah. In, in Washington, the state of Washington. We already know there's federal swine in D.C. <laughs> <laughs> but in the state of Washington. Now, now this was actually reported by our good friend, Gail Holmgren. She's a fan of the show. Gail is actually is a fan of the show she, and a longtime listener. She listens every week on Facebook. Every week. From the state of Washington. <laughs> so, so she sent an article to us about how the state of Washington is having problems with hogs as well. And they really don't know what to do. And, and, and they're being seen in these parks. And, in fact, um, all these wild, let's see, what the forest services and all this are receiving reports. And, in fact, it says, one, they received a report from a citizen that they had encountered six feral, federal swine, <laughs> not feral, they're federal, swine while driving on a road near Hugo Lake. No. I didn't know hogs could drive even. <laughs> so I told you it's out of control. It's out of control. <laughs> and then and then another one uh, talks about the, the the guy from the Forest Service, U.S. Forest Service, that does federal swine. Naturally, yes. Said that we were very lucky that the citizen thought to report the sighting. He found the squeal on a pig link. <laughs> 
and actually made the report. Squeal on a pig link. <laughs> and, that's something we need in East Texas. Yeah. Squealonapig.com. Yeah, and, and then it talks on, continues on, and, and he says um, they doubled down on the Forest Service's reluctance to admit their problem with pigs on the lamb. <laughs> <laughs> we got rodeo going on now. They're riding the lambs. But there's more. But there's more. Yeah. There's more. And, there's more. and, now, and now, th- now, we need to preview this because we need to head this thing off at the pass, John, yeah, before more. it gets out of control. Because yeah. apparently there is a problem, and Gail could speak to this probably, but there is a problem in Washington, you're telling me. They said worse than the pigs is the lost llamas. Lost llamas. And, John, you know, we have a, a llama population right here in Henderson, Russ County. That have been thankfully successfully contained so far. So far, but, but after they've we, been on the show, we, we may need to build a wall. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what the deal: those llamas got, they're not going anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Melinda takes pretty good care of her llamas. Did you talk about the place up there where the hogs went to the lake? Sounds like I need to drain the swamp up. There. <laughs> Maybe so, maybe, maybe so. so. <laughs> now, one more thing I want to mention about the power of the program here, Matt, and this is a, this is a personal story. Yes. It's yeah. a very personal story. Mm-hmm. Um, last night <laughs> last night at my house, next, we had a, a reunion of sorts. We had Ellen and Savannah together at my house. Mm-hmm. Later, we had Ellen and Savannah together at your house. Right. It was like a, a reunion tour. It was <laughs> like a reunion tour. <laughs> Getting the band back together. That's right. Which was pretty cool. And uh, catching up with Savannah about how things are going. Now, she she immediately, I want to say one of the first things she wanted to tell me, and I haven't spoken to Savannah now in probably a year, one of the first things she wanted to tell me was she wanted to talk about out to pastor. And what I heard, I'm not sure exactly what how she said it but what i heard was this she she said that she remembered here recently apparently sitting in the car with you and jennifer was levi there no no he wasn't there so just just you and the girls in the car in your driveway listening to two episodes of Out to Pastor back to back. Two episodes back to back. And of course it was the, the, the Federal hog, Swine. The Federal Swine and the Brouhaha. That's what she said, the Brouhaha. Right. So our two most popular episodes. They were listening. Okay. And yes. and the way I heard her explain this was we couldn't get out of the car until the episode was over. That's that's more or less true. <laughs> which, <laughs> which I took to mean was they could not pull themselves away from the program. They had to stay until it was over. That, I'm going to go with that. Yes. <laughs> yes. In fact, at one point, Jennifer was laughing so hard she was doubled over. It looked like she was in pain. The, did it look like she was checking her phone for, like, some kind of relief? <laughs> yes. But I thought she was just laughing. I mean, she looked like she was laughing. No, they really enjoyed it. And they did stay in the car and want to finish the shows. They, that's what they couldn't pull themselves away. I mean, the doors may have been locked, but the point is, <laughs> you know. <laughs> that's what I heard. Right. And I heard that, that she wanted to hear the donut story and the... Oh, they love the donut story. And they had to stay for the pull the wool over our eyes joke. Yes, they, they loved all of it. <laughs> 
it puts a lot of pressure on us, man. Yeah, now we have to have a show. At least we got John Foster with us. And a lot of pressure. the big guns. No pressure, but you have to perform today. No pressure, John. I'm not under the pressure the hogs are. <laughs> That's right. Some of them in trouble. Well, I'll tell you what, do we need to take our break, John? Because we have a number of sponsors. Uh, yes, sir. For the yes, program, sir. we need to recognize every opportunity here. So we're going to take a break. Our our first sponsor we're going to hear from is typically Tommy and Cliff Strong Hurt Pharmacy, which is the perfect segue right into our next segment. Well, yeah. certainly, it's, which is the Coffee Club. Coffee Club. Yeah, from right down. We haven't there. had that in a while. We haven't had it in a while. We're getting way behind. So let's take our break here from Tommy and Cliff. We'll be right back with more out to pasture with John Foster's Coffee Club report. It's KPXI one hundred point seven FM. Strong Hurt Pharmacy. Are you tired of waiting in line for your prescriptions? Are you tired of being treated impersonally by people who refuse to look you in the eye? Do you remember when you walked into a store and were greeted by name, a friendly hello, and a warm, genuine smile by people you have known and trusted a lifetime? The Strong Hurt Pharmacy is one of only two family-owned and operated apothecaries in Henderson. Strong Hurt Pharmacy is your good neighbor pharmacy. 111 East Main, Henderson. Call 903-657-2545. Coffee Club. John Foster is our reporter live on the scene. John, there's a lot more than weather being covered down there at the Coffee Club. Oh, so right. it's it's a wide parameter of, of social topics uh, from A to Z. State, local, and federal. State, local, federal, and feral. And, uh, you know, all aspects of it, you know. International. International, intersecular. I mean, inter, whatever you call it. Interstellar? Interstellar. Yeah. yeah. That was a big word for of our course, show. They think interstellar means inside of where you, you know, <laughs> yeah. storm, you know. Keep potatoes. Yeah, yeah. keep your potatoes, yeah. you know, uh, during the year. So. <laughs> now, we, we talked when we had you on the show the first time, John, about the history of the coffee club. But so we've covered that, but we haven't talked about membership in the club. Yes, sir. This is exclusive. Oh yeah, very exclusive. Oh, very exclusive society. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, we're, it's it's welcome to all comers, but well, not just anybody's going to qualify for membership. Absolutely, it's very strict uh, admission requirements. And first of all, I want to wish a good well, a good a good luck, and get well soon to our friend Jeff Sewell, who's a member of the Afternoon Coffee Club, and. Jeff got up the other morning early and he fell and broke his hip at home. Oh, no. I don't think he was dancing, but he's in head surgery. He's doing well. He's in rehab. So get well, Jeff. So, uh, so he now he's the afternoon? Afternoon. Yeah, we have so two you've groups. Got, you've got the morning and afternoon. Yes, sir. Yeah. Are there different qualifications? Well, uh, I'll, I'll explain oh, the qualifications. Okay, okay, okay. Basically, it's, 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 so if you pass all of them, there's one particular one you got to meet. But, you know, it's a... And my, some of them, like me, go to both of them. If Tommy's there, he'll go to both. So he's not there every day. And Cliff's the same way. But but it's not like a, the morning is not like the the varsity and the afternoons, the JV. We're talking about two varsity squads. Well, I could do another, another way of putting it. The, the morning may be the varsity, 
in the afternoons the old town. I mean, uh, 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 that's not a good way to put it either. But some of us been alumni. Alumni. Yeah. Alumni. Yeah. Alumni meeting. Yeah. Alumni meeting. Yeah. Yeah. We've been there a while. <laughs> what, what's a guy got to do to qualify? Well, first of all, you have to have some kind of you have to have some kind of ability to do some chemistry work and know some chemicals. Chemicals. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. The, the, and the main qualification as far as the chemicals go, you have to be able to take oxygen and transfer it to carbon dioxide. <laughs> <laughs> you got to be breathing. You're not welcome in there. <laughs> you know, and there's lots of other qualifications, of course. You know, personal high moral character. High moral character. And there may be some perceptions of that. I mean, I've been there a long while. <laughs> you know. With some flexibility on that. Flexibility. Yeah, very flexibility. On, very flexible on, on situations like that. And, uh, you know, it, it helps if you're a, a C-H-E, probably, a certified hyperbolic exaggerator. Exaggerator. You know, <laughs> and uh, that happens in there. In fact, I've been told over a million times I exaggerate. But. So it's, it's not a C-H-L. No, oh, it's no, a C-H-E. No, e, exaggerator. Yeah. Exaggerator. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. Or enhancer <laughs> or something like that. But, uh, you know, you, I mean, uh, just like James Barry used to tell me, he says, you know, it may not be true, but it's a good story. So I'm not going to say that's the motto in there, but I think it does happen. Well, and, you and, know, as, uh, as a friend of mine used to say, he'd say, you know, They'd say, "Well, I, I saw that story you wrote. That was that's a pretty good story. It was it was all true, wasn't it?" Yeah. And he'd say, "Well, yeah, mostly." He said, "But you know, my motto is, why tell a pretty good story if you can tell a really good story?" My mother used to tell me I could think of an excuse for something that didn't even happen yet when I was a kid, <laughs> and quicker than anybody. She said, <laughs> "He was just practicing for the coffee club." Absolutely, I, I was getting trained. But so that—that's one of the qualifications. You, you, and you, you have to be well known. In the, well, you don't have to be well known in the community, but like I say, high moral values, uh, basically. But you have some some community superstars down there. Oh, what are you talking about? You haven't take too long to name them. It's like a, a hall of honor down there. Well, it's that's more or less. I mean, uh, we don't have too many people begging to get out. Uh-huh. But I don't remember anybody begging to get in either. I'm sure maybe I just hadn't heard about it. But uh, Well, maybe they just didn't meet the qualification. Well, I tell you what, it's yeah. uh, we've got people that never been anything like this, and they, they can't start their day off without it. It's, it's really refreshing, and it's a good way to close your day out, too. And uh, they say nothing ever leaves the coffee club. What happens in there stays there. But it's not because... Any kind of secret code or anything, it's called we just forget what happened. <laughs> I said that. <laughs> oh, Bill, oh, Bill didn't say that. Well, they and, give uh, everybody a little bit of deniability, a little bit of coverage right, if you need it. Yeah. The main qualification, just so anybody don't sneak in, is you have to have a certificate, a federal government type of certificate. Oh. And uh, it's 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 got a lot of things to go with it. The, the certificate has to have a, a pledge of deity to it. It has to have some uh, uh, some Latin phrases on it, uh, and it's got to have uh, some something of historical significance that shows you're dedicated to the United States of America. I've got a feeling I know what this is. <laughs> well, it's, it, it turns out it even has to have it has to have some numbers on it where it's been registered with the federal government. Wow! And and then also it has to have a picture of Alexander Hamilton on it. <laughs> <laughs> and you got to do that once a month. You, you're not welcome in there. And if you go about six months and hadn't paid that Alexander Hamilton, Tommy's going to talk about you. <laughs> And believe me, it's better to go ahead and come up with Alex than it is to listen to Tommy. So, uh-huh. uh, well, I thought he was going with the federal swine again for a thought, bit. Well, I didn't know. Uh, I'm so. not. 
you know, we, I know she's going to talk about hogs, and, and I'm in, I'm out of my class. I, I I'm not better at shooting the bull than trapping hogs. Mm-hmm. Just all there is to it. So, uh, but uh, yeah, that we we talk about hogs in there once in a while. But it's a great group, and uh, they talk about anything in this world, and we solve every problem. Some that haven't even happened yet. <laughs> but what pr- what are y'all going to do down there? Yeah. Have y'all decided, John, what what you're going to do about this North Korea situation? Well. Uh, Yes and no. Everybody realizes how bad it will be if you just uh, you just can't go in there like a lot of people would like to do. And, of course, I can remember as a kid, talking about the 38th parallel, they're still talking about it. Yeah. And uh, I had a friend that was a court reporter that actually reported some of the hearings in Panloom Jom in the 1951 and 2. Wow. And, of course, the deal is... Me and another friend, noticing some of his social habits, we think that he had been partying the night before. It was really supposed to be the 36, and he had a typo, made it the 38. <laughs> oh, no. We've been in war ever since. <laughs> it all comes down to the court reporter. Well, the court reporter made a mistake. So, anyhow, but uh, he's no longer with us. But bless his heart, he laughed at it. He said it could happen. But uh, but y'all talked about it, though. Well, it's been discussed. Yeah, you, you've got the people that thought we ought to go in and do something, but I think it's time marches on you get to think about how serious this is and uh we all know that war doesn't prove as much as people wish it would but uh it's very interesting we're going to have some peace talks hopefully they're going to be peace talks here very soon and basically that's because of the coffee club well yeah i mean if the coffee club's for discussing something if it works in the coffee club it'll work in panloom jump too it should yeah it's america yeah it's america yeah it's america so uh and have y'all have y'all considered taking up for discussion this idea of building a wall around washington dc to contain the federal swine well (laughs) i'm gonna tell you right now if it took money to get that done we wouldn't have to say Mexico got a I think we could raise some money in the United States of America to build that wall. I think we'd have some Hamiltons yeah, coming yeah, in. Yeah, we'd have a bunch of Hamiltons and some Franklins. Find that, and, uh, find that one domestically. Yeah, find it domestically. I forget whose picture's on the million-dollar bill or thousand-dollar bill. Chase or somebody. Yeah, it's been as long as I've seen one, John. I, Matt could probably tell us. Yeah, he, the bank, yeah he could look at them. But, uh, but anyhow, as far as the Korean situation, everybody's concerned about it, of course, and something's got to be done. It's probably not going to get any better. Hopefully it'll get better. Now, now, the other big topic I know that's been on the agenda down there is football season tickets. Because we got this. Which is probably actually bigger than the federal swine in North Korea. This is top of the agenda. Right. I mean, we're going to talk about federal swine and international relations. But now the football. Let's talk about something important. We We got a beautiful new stadium about to go up. I say it with both fingers crossed. We're going to have some beautiful new seating for everybody to watch next year. And. We got to do a little bit of shuffling, John, to get everybody seated and situated, and that's going to require a little bit of doings, as we say. Yes, sir. So the the board appointed an executive committee to look into this, and they came back with a recommendation that pleased about as many people probably as it displeased, which means it's a good plan. Yeah, yeah, it's a good plan. So. It's it's been on the on the agenda down at Coffee Club too though. Well, I, let me just let's put things in proper perspective. Okay, let's go. I don't know if y'all noticed or not. It's been on the news, but uh, this fellow Tillerson got lost his job in a reduction in force. Yes, uh, that's not news. Important is is the football seating situation in Henderson. Right, right. And, right. and nobody yeah. twittered it out or whatever you call it, but this is serious business. Serious business. And uh, by the way, I've had tickets since 1975. And at my age, I don't use them as much as I used to, but but it's great to have them. But 
You know, you've been on the school board, Matt, you've been a businessman here in town. We all know how fortunate we are to get that big grant from this gentleman. Mr. Ash. Yeah, Mr. Ash. Isn't that great? I mean, that'll mm-hmm. never happen here, probably. And uh, very, few, very few places will it happen. But I had a friend of mine call me the other day, meet in West Texas. He had heard about it on the news. He said, uh, is that true? Somebody laid up millions of dollars on you I said, yeah. He said something. I said, well, you know, he was, he's really one of our bigger contributors. <laughs> he said, oh, are you serious? <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah, serious. <laughs> yeah, he's one of the bigger ones. But yeah. it's, you talk about a blessing, but it's great. And, uh, of course, I, you know, John Johnson pretty well explained to me how it was going to be. And, and uh, we've had our seats on, I think, the row five all these years, and I love them when I go. But. Uh, you know, there's been some discussion about it, and the thing about it is, I know you're trying to put, not putting toothpaste in a tube, you know, you just put so much and you can't do the rest of it, but I don't know if anybody's complaining. Everybody's concerned. When, uh, everybody wants to know where their seats are going to be, and uh, I was that way, and it just dawned on me. Looks to me like what I've seen and heard, all seats up there are going to be very, very good seats. Be a lot better seat. than what we've had before. Yeah, I think so too. And uh, I know there's probably some discussion about some limits. You know, people had lots of tickets, and but then, but everybody seems to be pretty well in, in agreement, except that probably. And I know that's probably a tough situation. About what do you do? That somebody's had tickets for a large family, but but it's been discussed. But. Uh, well, let me before we leave this topic. Let me say real quick. Something happened at the ballpark Tuesday night. I bumped into a friend of mine who's acquainted with Coach Sherrod over in Carthage, man. Longtime rival, Carthage. <clears throat> and I just yeah. wanted to, you know, this words like this have a different meaning in this kind of context. But he reported to me that he had seen Coach Sherrod at a baseball game, and he had Coach had pointed out a couple of young men that were walking around the stadium that were not baseball players, and had said. Those are a couple of my football players, and they were apparently very large, very athletic-looking young men. <laughs> and my friend said to Coach, really? And Coach Surratt said, this is what was reported to me, yes, we're going to be pretty good. Oh, really? And this makes my head hurt. Wow. So the other years when you said you weren't that good. Yeah. Now you said, we're going to be pretty good. Last year was a building year, but next year we're going to be pretty good. Next year we're going to be pretty good. Win state, so. Yeah. So get get a good seat as you can, because they'll be coming to Henderson next year playing our new stadium, and it's going to be a good show. Well, you know, but, but when you have the backing of the coffee club about the seating, there's not much more you can do. Well, I want, right. That's a point of clarification. I'm not saying they had a wholesale endorsement and backing, but <laughs> no, no, but they didn't reject it either. Right. That's the thing. They haven't rejected it completely yet. So, so I'm taking that as an endorsement. So you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> you're saying that's a chance. That's right. <laughs> All right, John. Well, that's a good report. Let's go ahead and take our our second and final break. And we come back. We're going to touch on the first signs of spring. It's like a weather forecast. It is. Yes. It's like a weather forecast. First signs of spring in Henderson, Russ County. We're right back with that on Alta Pastor. It's KPXI 100.7 FM. This is Jamie Holmes. My parents taught me to play fair, and I believe that whether it's in sports or in life, everyone needs to play by the rules. That's why I've made it my business to represent East Texans against unfair insurance companies for nearly 25 years. It's our job to keep them honest, and that makes my mama proud. Do you need any help with the insurance company? Call Jamie at 903-657-2800. He'll help you out because his mother said so. 
is frightful, but the fire is so delightful. And since we've no place to go, let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. Well, that's man, probably the last song you thought you were going to hear on the program today, man. Uh, it's just it's kind of chilly in here now. But you know, it's that time of year. Spring has yeah. sprung. We went to the soccer game Friday night and wore a toboggan and a coat. Let it snow. Went back on Saturday in a pair of shorts. Yeah, it's East Texas. He can't make his mind what he's going to do. But one thing we do know for sure is that we have seen the first signs of spring right there in the Napa Valley. Right. I was pulling through last week, Matt. I passed kind of between Napa Auto Parts, which is kind of up on the top of the hill there. That Right. And it goes down into the valley. To the Napa Valley, yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. So the top of the hill there at the Napa, and then down the hill toward Mr. and Mississippi's place. And right there in between, of course, is the snow shack. Right. And I saw it was open for business for the first day, and I thought, the first snow of the season, right here in the Napa Valley, it must be springtime. Yeah, a great time of year. Great time of year. <laughs> now, you said you saw some signs of spring at your place, too. Yeah, yeah, I did. <laughs> Jennifer was mowing the yard. So. <laughs> so, I mean, we got snow cones, we got wise mowing yards. It's got to be spring. It's got to be spring. It's got to be spring. Now, so, I mean, <laughs> so now we got to go back because during the commercial break, now we well, talked about You told him to jump in at any time. I told him. But we talked. Okay, so John Foster has been giving them instructions to jump in at any time. Any time. And he script. does. But it's during the commercial break. See, I'm not used to that. Instruction. Usually, people tell me to shut up. No, so I'm, I'm confused. We talked about trying to meet our audience's expectations with good material, right? Right. And right. then I said to John, "Well, you're on the show." He goes, "I said, now jump in at any time." Well, he well, took it at your word. That's a clear indication we need some help. So John jumps in during commercial break. So, John, t- <laughs> we mentioned these federal swine during the break, and yeah. you said it reminded you of what? Well, the federal swine program has evidently got some insufficiencies about it. Yeah. But it reminded me of a guy that had, he called it a, he had a gun. He called it a civil service gun. Yeah. It wouldn't work, and you couldn't fire it. <laughs> so that's sort of what's happening in the Veterans Administration, I understand, you know. So he holds that material <laughs> yeah. for the commercial break. For the commercial break. <laughs> We're trying to put together a show up here. And I said, jump in at any time. That's what I told him. Well, he did during the commercial break. Just to duck my check, but 25% will call in. <laughs> well, we're back out of time, man. And I got to tell a snow cone joke. Before I do that, you got some announcements. Yeah, yeah. Uh, March 24th. It's springtime. All right. Springtime. So Easter. This is the weekend before Easter, March 24th. We're having our resurrection run, resurrection. 5K, run or walk, whichever. Appropriately uh, timed. That's right. And uh, you can register at EbenezerNBC.com. Not NBC, but MBC.com <laughs> uh, slash run. Or go to our Facebook page. It will lead you there. All proceeds go to the Sunshine Lighthouse uh, Ministries over there in the Overton, New London area. So we, we've got around 70 runners right now. We, we'd love to have 80, 85. And Waterburger is bringing a honey butter chicken biscuit oh, for everybody. <laughs> so that should really get the numbers to increase. You can't beat that now. Yeah, and, and we're going to have two licensed massage therapists afterwards for runners. <laughs> so you can eat, you can, you can get the pain out. The egg hunt will be after the, the race, too. This is all at Fair Park. Again, is Again. this a great country we live in or what? I'm impressed. you got a church named after him. 
Ebenezer, NBC. Is that Matt's Baptist Church? <laughs> I had not thought about that. <laughs> he said he hadn't. <laughs> Just jump in anywhere, yeah, I said. Oh, yeah. Jump in anywhere. Jump in. Here with two, wait, wait till the end of the show, you know. 30 whatever. seconds left so. in the program. He's teeing them up. <laughs> now, John, you heard about the glass of water that wanted to be a snow cone. Well, I think I'm fixing to. I've always wanted, I've always wanted to. <laughs> He went into the audition to be a snow cone, uh-huh. but he froze up. <laughs> yeah, I bet he did, too. Oh, man. <laughs> That's all I got, man. Yeah, we better, we better tell him about next week. Next week now, folks, if you can stand it, tune in next week for a big show. I think next week we may actually meet some expectations. We may. Leadership Henderson. Leadership Henderson the will be here. dodgeball tournament. Dodgeball tournament. We're going to get all the details on the who, the what, the when, and we're going to get a rundown on the official rules of American dodgeball. So don't dodge that show. Do not dodge it. You want to be here, catch that one. Keep your head on the switch. Catch that one. Oh, wow. <laughs> Did you mean that? I don't think so. John Foster, thanks for the report on the coffee club. My thanks pleasure. For being on the show. My pleasure. I'm proud you jumped in when you did. <laughs> hey, you can't believe what I'll think about on the way back to office. <laughs> <It's> even better. <laughs> All right, folks, we're out of time. We'll be back next week. It's out fast. Oh, wow, what a week. KPXI 100.7 FM. Watch out for those federal hogs. <laughs>